0: This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. The kind of traditional
1: networking that takes place at a trade show would be the exhibitor to attendee marketing. But really, once you get on the floor, you're striking up conversations with everybody who's there. And that includes that B2B exhibitor to exhibitor networking.
0: That's Kyle Corcoran, WQA's Exhibit Manager, talking about the benefits of exhibiting your products and services at the WQA Convention and Exposition. And welcome to WQA Radio, where we bring you news and insights about the water treatment industry and promote better water quality around the world. This is episode number 284. If you're a first-time listener or perhaps new to the industry, welcome. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to share the podcast with someone you know. We're publishing this on September 14th of 2022. Find us at wqa.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. In this episode, we'll feature a conversation with Kyle Corcoran with Corcoran Expositions, our partner for the WQA convention and exposition. It takes place in Las Vegas, April 18th through the 20th, 2023. We talk with Kyle about the latest trends in trade shows as we emerge from the pandemic, how WQA has been able to thrive when it comes to live events, and what's planned for 2023 as we meet at the new Caesars Forum in Las Vegas. Later we'll have our WQA Motivational Minute and WQA Tip. Now on to Kyle Corcoran on WQA Radio. Kyle Corcoran, WQA exhibit manager with Corcoran Expositions Inc., is uh, our guest in this podcast, and we're so glad to talk to you, Kyle. Welcome to WQA Radio. Thank you, Wes. Um, it, it's always a pleasure to be with you. I appreciate the invitation.
1: Uh, as, as I said last time, and, and every time I'm on here, it's just happy to, to to get the invite, or I'm just happy to get the invite and come back. Um, <laughs> each time. Well, I'm a lot on of here, people
0: I- can't. Yeah, a lot of people can't necessarily say the same. And it's not because I didn't invite them, of course. It's just that, you know, we only have uh, so much time, only so many podcasts. And so for you to be a repeat podcast guest really does say a lot. You know, so that's the, great.
1: There's always a lot of conversation about repeat hosts on Saturday Night Live. This feels like something <laughs> along the same lines. It's it's an honor. Uh, you know, yeah. But thank you, Wes. I, I do appreciate it. And I'm happy to be here.
0: So you're saying the show is uh, makes you laugh or uh, No.
1: It, it, it runs right. a wide range of emotions, Wes. It touches yeah. them all.
0: There you go. There you go. So, Kyle, tell us, you know, to begin with, uh, for those who are not as familiar as uh, some of us are with uh, with Corcoran Expositions and your role as WQA exhibit manager, tell us about that and how your company works with WQA.
1: Sure. Sure. So uh, I work for Corcoran Expositions. Um, We are a third party that is engaged by the WQA to both manage and sell the trade show component of the WQA annual convention. Uh, We've been working with the WQA since 2017, and really our role is to engage the exhibitor community and kind of cultivate those sales conversations and help to grow the trade show floor so that it's a, a positive experience both for the exhibitors themselves and the attendees.
0: So some of you who have been to the uh, convention in the past may have seen this six five six six guy with a, you know, big smile and all of that. That's Kyle, and um, and if you haven't met him yet, you really ought to. So we'll we'll leave that for for you for the next year to make sure you you stop by and and say hello to Kyle. But anyway, Kyle, give us. Uh, a sense, a kind of a high-level view, if you wouldn't mind, of the events world, of the exposition world, as we still come out of the pandemic and still think about how the pandemic has been affecting things.
1: Yep. Yep. Thanks, Wes. Uh, first, to just jump back to what you are saying, I've been told that I have a face for radio and or podcasts. So for those <laughs> of you who I've not run into yet, you're not missing anything. And um, to get to your question, as it pertains to the trade show industry in general, so obviously, uh, the, the COVID-19 situation has caused a lot of issues um, for, for for most things in the world, uh, in trade shows, definitely. Um, WQA is in a unique position in that since the pandemic, we have been able to hold two successful in-person events. Uh, that's going back to 2021 in Las Vegas and 2022 this year in Orlando, a lot of other nonprofit associations whom we work with cannot say the same, and that's just because of the timing of when their events were scheduled and how things shook out. Uh, so while well, Corcoran as an organization and also um, in, in unison with our partnership of WQA, we're very proud of the events that we have put on these last two years, although we're, we're not quite seeing 2019 numbers yet, uh, we, we are on the climb. I can tell you that um, from a 21 to 22 standpoint, we have seen growth both at the exhibitor and the attendee level. Um, we went from 21 in Vegas to 22 in Orlando and saw a jump of 19 percent on the expo side of things and a 17 percent jump on the attendee side of things, which is very encouraging to see and exciting on the whole. Um And along those lines, 2023 sales, which is what we're talking about today, are already open for the expo. And those numbers are larger than where we finished for 22. So nothing but excitement and and things to get excited about for WQA uh, as it pertains to the annual convention. And I would say that the growth and the trajectory that we've seen for the show mirrors that of the industry itself. A lot like other businesses that were um, more severely impacted by COVID-19, it has been slow to get back to where we once were, uh, but we are are moving in the right direction and excited about where we're headed.
0: Yeah, that does sound exciting. Great to hear that kind of information and, again, the growth that we've been seeing and building that momentum, which, interestingly enough, is our theme for 2023, and, Kyle, right now I'm over on the wqa.org slash convention website and looking at the dates and just making sure people are clued in as to when this convention is. Yep. It is April 18th through the 20th of 2023 at Caesars Forum in Las Vegas, Nevada. Those dates again, April 18th through the 20th. So get your calendar out pencil them in. If not, uh, go ahead and use pen, frankly. And uh, the, the expo itself will be the second two days, April 19th and 20th, but the entire show and featuring all of the education and committees and task forces and board meetings and the opening general session will be April 18th through the 20th. And uh, it's interesting because um, that will be new for us. That's a new a new venue.
1: Yep, that's correct. Um, So it's not only a new venue to WQA, it's a new venue to the trade show world. Um, So construction on the Caesars Forum was not wrapped up until the end of October 2020. And obviously that's when a lot of things were going on in the world and a lot of live events were halted. So we are one of the first few shows to get into this space, and that is really exciting for the entire WQA community. Um, not sure if any of our listeners were watching the NFL draft this summer, but that was held at the Caesars Forum, which is where the, the WQA uh, 2023 show will be held. So maybe that's the crossover we've all been looking for, uh, NFL by, by water quality. Uh, but the, the space is very unique. It, it's more of a ballroom setting. Um, so it's a, it's a very integrated and, and brand new facility that we're excited to get into. Um, as I mentioned, sales are, are already running hot, and we, we've seen that interest carried forward from 2022. I can tell you that right now, with still about eight months to go, we are 85% sold out on the plan. Um, so if, if anybody's listening out there considering you know, jumping on board, head over to where Wes just mentioned, wqa.org slash convention, and take a look at the floor plan, um, because we we really are moving things along pretty quickly here. And and sales are, are going at an impressive clip right now.
0: Well, we'll talk about that in a second. But I wanted to ask you, uh, as far as the new venue, Caesars Forum, as mm-hmm. far as the layout, any changes that uh, we might see this year? Or, you know, somebody come, comes in, would there be a, a new look or any, any new elements? Yeah. So I, I think just in general, um, when the attendee or exhibitor walks
1: into the Caesars Forum, Uh, Just the general layout of the space itself and the cosmetics will catch the eye. In in terms of layout, uh, we'll we'll follow a similar structure to what we've had before uh, with a few WQA-specific engagements like WQA Central, which will again be centralized in the hall. Uh, But the the layout itself will really lend itself to a high-density foot traffic situation. Um, as I mentioned, we're already 85% sold out and we will be maximizing every square inch, square inch excuse me, uh, of that floor plan. So exhibitors and attendees can expect to have a very strong foot traffic and a well-designed floor plan that will allow for the engagement that we're used to seeing.
0: Well, we have a lot of WQA members listening to the podcast and people who have attended in the past. But for those who have never attended a convention and are thinking about it, what kinds of exhibitors can we expect to see?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. And we could probably spend a couple hours talking about who's going to be there just running through the list. Um, You know, we, we see anywhere in the ballpark of 150 to 250 exhibitors, if you take a look at the last few years, and those vendors range from anywhere in the commercial, residential, and industrial segments of the water quality industry, or folks that are they're ser- serving those users. Uh, we, we like to joke internally that we have anything from water coolers themselves to custom design wraps for your trucks that your teams will be driving to, to get from one place to another. So, you know, if, if you're in the water quality industry, this is where you, you want to be to do that networking.
0: Yeah, it really runs the gamut when you think about it. As you say, the kinds of exhibits you'll see the, the from the small booths, the 10 by 10s, to the gigantic, ginormous uh, space with uh, lounge sofas and everything else where you can hang out and, and, and really get informed uh, by the manufacturers and the exhibitors who are there. Mm-hmm. And then, again, to kind of Put this in the perspective of somebody who hasn't attended um, or, and who hasn't exhibited, perhaps. So you're, they're hearing this, Kyle. They're hearing the excitement in your voice. Um, why, why would it be a good idea to exhibit?
1: Yeah, I mean, in, in fear of sounding too salesy, um, you know, th- these convention environments are really uniquely designed to assist those folks who operate in one specific industry. Uh, in this case, it is the water quality industry, and we are setting up an ecosystem of folks who operate within that industry for a three-day period where you can get together and you you can, you know, conduct conversations in a more professional manner on the trade show floor. You can get together outside of the trade show floor at the various social events that are around. Uh, it truly is a unique opportunity to kind of ingrain yourself within the folks who who make this industry run and, and have those conversations that you're looking to have. Um, I, I know speaking personally from the engagement that I've had with both the WQA exhibitor community and other associations that we work with, there's a real need for new business to be churned up uh, coming out of this COVID-19 pandemic. And, you know, that's exactly what something like a trade show event is designed to help with. So, I really encourage those folks who are looking to grow their business to take a look at the offering. And, and of course, let us know if you have any questions.
0: You know, I mentioned the website a minute ago, and I want to refer people back to that website because on the homepage right now, we feature a video uh, with an interview that I conducted with one of our exhibitors. And the unique story he tells of the impact that the convention had for him going back just a few years, and the fact that they were able to connect with another vendor, another company that allowed them to expand their business uh, multifold. And it's the kind of example that we'd like to think is taking place uh, over and over again as a result of those who are exhibiting and in attendance at the show.
1: Yep, I I know the video you're talking about. That's Tom McGrath from uh, Hank's Graf Rundsen. Uh, Tom uh, is a really good example of exactly what you're talking about, Wes. Um, The kind of traditional networking that takes place at a trade show would be the exhibitor to attendee marketing. But really, once you get on the floor, you're striking up conversations with everybody who's there. And that includes that B2B exhibitor to exhibitor networking. And Tom's team, as you mentioned, they were able to engage an overseas partner that has really helped grow their business over time. And Tom has noted that that type of engagement or relationship would not have happened without their presence at the WQA show. And um, that's the type of story that we love to hear about because that's the environment that we're working to cultivate.
0: Now, going back to a point you had made about the 85% uh, booking so far, what does that mean as far as a deadline to book space? Is there one? How, How much more time should you know, will people have uh, to to book space? Yep.
1: Great question. And I'm sorry for
0: jumping the gun earlier. I'm just excited
1: about those numbers. So I didn't mean to get ahead of ourselves there. Um, But really, we will continue to show this plan and and sell this plan until it sells out. Um, A lot of times when we're in larger convention spaces, we have room to run and we can continue to expand that plan. That is not the case with the Caesars Forum. Um, we are 85 percent sold out and the floor plan that you see is what will remain until we get to showtime. So uh, if folks listening are are in the group of exhibitors that typically wait until a little bit later in the sales cycle to reserve their space, I would encourage you all to to get in there and take a look at the plan now and, and maybe thinking about making that decision sooner rather than later.
0: OK, fair warning. From Kyle. Appreciate yep, yep. <laughs> it. Yeah, It does sound exciting. And it sounds as though it's the kind of thing that's going to make this 2023 convention even, uh, you know, even bigger and better than the last couple.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I could go on and on about the excitement that we have for, for both WQA and the industry and and really just the world in general. Th- things are, are moving in the right direction. And We're especially excited to to have experienced the growth we have at WQA, looking to continue on that for 23 here.
0: All right. And uh, what does somebody uh, uh, need to do to secure a booth?
1: Yeah. So um, they can reserve their booth online if that's easiest. Uh, We just go back to that WQA.org slash convention. When you look at the floor plan, um, there is a button at the bottom that says reserve a booth. You can create a profile for your team, get that booth locked up in about five minutes um, if, if there's questions, we can always take questions via email or phone. Uh, my email, which I'm happy to share, is kyle, K-Y-L-E, at corkexpo.com, which is corcexp com. And then my phone number, uh, if anybody would rather knock some of these questions out over the phone, is 312-265-9633.
0: Well, Kyle, we so much appreciate your joining us, giving us the uh, the lowdown and uh, the uh, the inside track on how things are going for the convention. It's a few months away yet, folks, but as you can hear from Kyle, uh, no time to waste when it comes to booking space on the convention floor. So, Kyle, thank you, and. Uh, We'll look forward to seeing you later. Always great talking with you, Wes. Uh, sincerely appreciate the opportunity. And,
1: and as you mentioned, uh, if anybody has questions or would like to talk about the floor plan, please don't hesitate to reach out.
0: And now our motivational minute, the problem of perfection. The problem of Perfection. We like to think that a job worth doing is a job worth doing well. And that is true, right? I mean, nobody should think that shoddy work or a half-hearted effort should be rewarded. On the other hand, that sense of needing something to be perfect, that annoying sense of perfection can be a real problem. We hold off on trying that new project or launching that new product or service because it's not quite ready, not quite perfect. And as a result, it never gets finished or it never gets offered or launched. After all, it's not our best work, right? So I'm here to say, (laughs) do it anyway. As the saying goes, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Do it well, get it right, but it will never be perfect, so do it. Offer it. Get it done. And that's our Motivational Minute. And now our WQA tip. We know it's been tough to hire the workforce you need, especially for dealers. That's why we have our WQA Career Center, where you can post a job and look for that next wave of talent. With the WQA Career Center, you can get the same state-of-the-art services that you would get with commercial job boards and more, Plus, WQA is a member of the Engineering and Science Career Network, so your job posts reach a much wider audience. Go to wqa.org careers to get started, and remember, WQA member companies get a member discount. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed, so long from WQA Radio.